This is New School Marketing Podcast for real estate pros, where the very best of real estate reveal their latest systems and strategies. With your host, Marlon Aquino. What's up, guys? Marlon Aquino here with a new episode of New School Marketing for top pros uh, right here. We have a special guest for you guys I'm really excited about. I've been following this realtor for a while now. Um, he's been hard to get on the show. He's blowing up, man. So really excited to have him here. He's a top producer out of North Carolina. I believe he's 30 on the 30, 20 on the 20. He's got all the accolades you can think of. Today, we have special guest Andy Grinsinger on. How's it going? What's up, bud? Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate this. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. Sorry, it takes a little while to get these things set up sometimes. I do appreciate the persistence, that's for sure. No, no, definitely. Hey, come on. You're 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 a busy guy. We're just lucky to have you on the show. Um, I think you just finished mentioning you were having lunch, so not too far from there, right? Yeah. Yeah, literally like right here <laughs> right. was where I had lunch today. Yes, this we, is- you literally finished about five minutes ago. No, this is this is insane. Obviously, you're a busy guy, uh, completely understandable. Um, busy's good, man. Busy's good, especially in these times. So um, let's not let's not hold the, the the audience off too long with this. I know they want to dive right in. Thank you again for coming on, guys. We're gonna start really tackling the art of selling real estate using video. It's something that a lot of you guys want to do, and only a number of realtors are doing it exceedingly well. And Andy certainly is at the top of that list. So. Um, Andy, this, for those for those of us that don't know who you are, um, can you just give us a little intro about who you are and what you were doing before real estate? Sure. So I'm an agent here in Charlotte, North Carolina, licensed in North and South Carolina because we're very close to the South Carolina border. Um, I've been doing this for about almost five years now. And in my previous life before real estate, I was actually in commercial real estate for a little while. And so I started in, and if you go further back, I worked for a nonprofit for the fraternity that I was a part of in college. So I was traveling the country. I visited over 60 college campuses in two years, sleeping on couches, living out of the back of a, or the trunk of a car. Um, It was quite the learning lesson about dealing with people all the time. That's for sure. And always being on the go, it sounds like. I mean, always on the go, which is great. I, I love that. And so then, then got into commercial real estate sales. So I started working at a commercial real estate brokerage and went from there into commercial real estate financing. And so after the commercial real estate financing kind of made my way into residential brokerage. Well, so obviously listen, there's all your things we could have done. You could have been a dentist. You could have been a heart surgeon. Why real estate? I was always kind of intrigued by real estate. Um, my dad always jokes that it was the worst decision he ever made, which was telling me to read Rich Dad Poor Dad in college. And so he jokes about it now, but for a little while, I think he was serious about that. But Ever since reading that book, I understood that, you know, the goal would always be to have your money make money for you and have your money work for you. And so the, the, the biggest way that I felt like I could accomplish that was through real estate. And so 
I figured the best way to learn about how real estate could accomplish that is through selling real estate. And so basically I got into it because I really wanted to learn the ins and outs of the industry. So that way, when I was able to actually invest in real estate, I could, and I knew what I was doing. So that was part of the plan going in, right? It's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to help people with, you know, purchase the purchase of their home or selling it, but I'm going to start purchasing homes myself and become an investor, right? Exactly. I love that. I love that. Honestly, I think that a lot of people, especially these days, are looking for a way out. Um, and honestly, the reality is everything works, but you got to stick to the one thing and commit to it. Um, and you've done that. Um, so I actually want to get into that because it's, I think you had an amazing start. Um, I know that you went, I think, about maybe a year, year and a half, maybe even longer, heavy on video. But I did see in doing some of research that you even met with Ryan Serhan out of New York City. Um, like, what was that? Obviously, you knew you didn't want to be the average real estate agent. Going into it, what did you kind of have in mind? How did that look like for you? Going into like the meeting with Ryan or just real estate? I mean, a little bit of both, obviously, right? Because I think you got into real estate, you had an idea of what it was going to be like, but then you took it another step and met with Ryan, one of the top guys in real estate. So that it says a lot about, you know, what you're trying to build yourself. Yeah. I mean, getting into real estate, like for me, the big thing was that when I did commercial brokerage, I didn't sell anything. And so I went completely broke doing commercial real estate sales. And so when I got into residential brokerage, there was no other option. It was, I'm going to do whatever I can, whatever I need to, in order to succeed at this, or at least just not go broke again. And so making sure to me, it was like, what is, what was the wall that I had? Or instead of having like a why, like obviously in real estate, people talk about having your why, like, why do you get up every day? Why do you do what you do? Why do you like doing this? All those kinds of things. Yeah. To me, it's almost more like, what are you running from? What in your life do you run from every single day? That is going to be the reason that you have no other option than to succeed in this industry. And so when I first started, the idea was I was running from the fact that I had gone completely broke once in commercial real estate. And so there was no other option than to just crush this. Make it work. So obviously men mindset was a big, big play here, um, which I think a lot of people are struggling to do, right? Because uh, like selling real estate, doing marketing compared to heart surgeon, which I mentioned earlier, big gap there right um but you definitely gotta yeah. have a will to want to do it um and a passion for it which it sounds like you do you did a bunch of traveling you've been around the, the country why north carolina i always like north carolina i mean there's i have a lot of family so i'm from maryland and my brother lives up near maryland my dad still lives in maryland my grandmother lives up in in that general area um but then also i have a lot of family that lives in a few different parts of north carolina and then when I was in college in Virginia, so I went to Virginia Tech, which is two and a half hours from Charlotte, we came down to Charlotte a lot and I always really liked the city. And I liked the idea of the fact that it's a banking city, very corporate town. So there's a lot of good jobs here with two pro sports teams that are well attended. So people have some camaraderie in the city. 
which now has grown even more. And we have one of the, we have the wealthiest owner in the NFL here in Charlotte. And so there's a lot of money being funneled into the city. And it just felt like it was a good place to be that was close to family, close to Virginia Tech, and a place that had to grow. And it's just absolutely exploded in the last, I mean, I've been here for eight years. And since then, it's changed dramatically. Yeah, no, you've been part of that wave that's been happening there. Um, but really, yeah, I, I, it's admiring, obviously. Um, I also saw that, you know, in one of the my research, I saw Florida plate somewhere. Were you were you at, at one point in Florida by any chance? No. <laughs> and I was watching your Ryan your Ryan Surhan video. I saw Florida license plate and getting ready, and I was like, wait a second, because I'm from Florida, so I'm you know I'm a little biased. Gotcha. So that was in the peak of COVID in September of 2020, and that was back when New York had a lot of very strict restrictions, and so. I couldn't fly with my entire video crew up there without worrying about getting stuck or getting turned around. And so we decided to rent a car and, and drive. And so that's that's why you saw the floor. Okay, all right. Rental car that you had that we used to go to New York. That I know, but but again, great backstory to that. It's like by any means necessary, you were gonna make that happen. And and I love you brought that up. That kind of leads us right into obviously why you met with Ryan Serhan, how did that even come about? How can someone else do that? Well, so he has a he has a course. Uh, it's a great course. He has a lot of different options when it comes to, uh, we'll call it like the entry levels of the course. And he has a pro level. And once you get to the pro level and you pay for the pro level, um, part of the perk or benefit of that is you get access to, to him and his team and you get to meet with them. And so kind of tying all of this in, you know, I was very heavy on video, but still needed to grow and learn more about video and who better to learn from than Ryan and his team. And so that was exactly why I went up there was because I wanted to learn how to amplify what I was doing already and continue to grow the video presence and continue being able to put out solid content all the time. Right. Yeah, no, a video obviously is a is a staple. You can't you can't succeed, I think, in the future without video, without a personal brand. Um, I think you'll stay part time. <laughs> you'll stay a part time agent if you don't do these things. Uh you know, and that's a scary thing to, to have on the side of the part time thing unless you have something uh stable already. Um, so let's get right into it. I mean can we get a little bit into that clarification that you got with Ryan meeting with Ryan and what were the, the things that changed afterwards in your video? Because honestly, you've done such a great job. And I think people look at starting with video, um, like, you know, like it's an uphill and maybe it is at first, but how do you get through it? How do you get to the other, you know, the other side of things where things are great? Uh, it's funny. Cause I still personally think that things are great. I feel like I'm still growing and learning and building. And I think that's part of it is always wanting to learn and you know when i met with ryan i obviously was doing some videos and was working on posting once a week and doing all kinds of different content but after meeting with him it's like you learn some different you can learn different strategies for everything about business from someone like that and so just being able to sit across from the table from him and have his i mean literally i'm not kidding one of his guys was sitting in my branding meeting and he pulled up my YouTube channel and he goes, when I take the first glance at your YouTube channel, 
I have no idea what you do. And that was eye-opening because it's like, you really have to focus on the brand and being able to put this content out and have make, make sure that the audience and the consumers know exactly what you're doing and exactly why you're doing it all the time. Right. No, I think that's uh, so important. Um, having, uh, you know, doing video or anything that you really do that's, you know, that you're doing to generate business is to do it with intent, right? So it's like you were doing, you were doing videos, but you were doing it without intention. You were doing it without necessarily a end goal. So what were some of the changes that you were able to get from that meetings that, that you applied and obviously started getting, you know, the, started getting the, the wheels moving for you? Um, I'm trying to move so I can get better cell service for this. Uh, you again, sorry that. No, I love this. It's actually this is making me feel like it's a Jay Leno driving show or uh, a Seinfeld. Don't worry, I love it. A lot of the stuff that were that I really focused on changing after I met with Ryan was was actually putting out more content. That was the biggest takeaway. Was I was putting out a good amount of content, but I needed to actually put out even more, and so. That was where, I mean, I literally sat there with him and his team and had asked them, like, how do I make sure I continue to outperform people in Charlotte? Because everyone's kind of catching on and trying to do more when it comes to video because they see that I'm doing video. And his advice really was just keep doing it and do more because people are going to get worn out and you need to just have endurance and outperform and continue to just dig and push and have, like the perseverance is honestly the biggest thing. And so being able to persevere and in, endure this, because it's a lot of work, like people don't understand how much works in a lot of these videos and, and prepping the videos and everything like that. So being able to just continue to put even more content out, what it, it, it would be so easy to start pumping the brakes right now on stuff that is, has honestly been one of the biggest factors since that meeting. Right. No, I think, wow, that's, uh, it goes back to his big thing, right? Big money, energy, energy. It's like, Hey man, I was like, you just make sure you have more energy than the next guy. And you're going to just forget it. You're going to outperform them. You're going to outlast them. Uh, eventually I, I really love that. And actually that's the second thing I wanted to get into. Video can be overwhelming. And sometimes it feels like videos owning people instead of people owning the video. So for you, is it a structure? Is it having a team? What really helps you, one, be consistent, and two, have some clarity into what you are going to do? Is it having a team? Is this doing it in advance? Is it planning it? Do you, you know, script things? Are you, you know, just the top of your head, just talk? What's that process like? Because I know a lot of people just think about all these things, but how can you simplify for that? The biggest thing is having help because if you're trying to do real estate deals, you're trying to meet new clients, you're trying to close out transactions, you're trying to negotiate new deals, you're, you're networking, you're going to lunches, you're going to dinners. Uh, you need to have it. And then you want to add video on top of that and like filming video, getting the equipment, editing the videos. I mean, filming is the short part. Editing is what takes forever and prepping the videos, all that kind of stuff. You have to have help. And so I hired a whole video production team because they help me with prepping videos. They help us. I mean, they show up to my place the day of, uh, shooting 
and we have a full timeline where we're going to go, when we're going to go there, and what things I'm going to talk about when we get there. And so all I'm doing is taking a couple hours worth of prep, filming all day, and then maybe an not even an hour after filming of giving some comments of the rough draft and making sure that we have it kind of nice and crisp and clean the way that we want it to look um, for the actual video to be posted. Now, a lot of people would have their own marketing team who posts on social media, but to me, my social media stuff is my baby. And so I don't let anyone touch that. And that's where I'm, I'm posting the videos and writing the captions and doing everything like that themselves like having help and having a team that you can pay to do this stuff for you is huge because i don't know how to do that stuff and i don't want to take the time to learn because that time i'm trying to learn i could be you know putting more contracts together no no totally i I agree um it's just a again focus on the how and not uh on the who and not the how um especially at your level you're busy uh you know it's it's the best thing to do but now I, I actually want to get into a little bit of the structure of your videos because I think you know, you're doing such a great job, and some you know all of us can look at it from from outside the box. Uh, but it, there's a lot that goes into what you're doing that you know why and why you're having the success with the video that you're having. And, and there's a lot of few stuff. I, I I noticed that I just started your video. You do a few things. One, you know, you you have an intro where you're kind of walking in in, in the neighborhood and you're having a coffee, and you always mention some kind of local establishment in the area which is great right because a lot of people that are going to be watching that video either want to move there want to know those things or live there and can relate to it so that's one uh the second thing that i really noticed also is how you also before you even get going with the rest of your video you already um setting planning the seed hey like this video subscribe you know there's all these little strategy things that you're doing so well obviously that that comes a little bit with having that team with you, right? Of handle some of that, correct? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's where I mean, the reason for doing the like and subscribe at the beginning is because when you start analyzing the videos and the performance of them, you see that after a certain amount of time, a lot of people drop off. And so instead of doing it at the very end when no one's watching, you do it at the very beginning when everyone's watching. Um, but. You know, that's where when we talk about these hyper local videos, uh, we try to find different places to feature without being too obnoxious when it comes to featuring them. Because a lot of agents will will do the whole like they'll they'll feature these different restaurants or they'll feature different businesses in town. And that's really cool. But like if you're only featuring one place, then what if someone doesn't like that place or what if someone doesn't live near there or what if they want to watch and want to learn about three or four or five different places and you could do that in a few minutes but if you're like featuring one place it's like you're kind of pigeonholing yourself a little bit that's why i like to start with a place you know if i grab a cup of coffee it's like oh yeah i'm gonna go run into brakeman's real quick across the street in downtown matthews and that way people are like oh cool brakeman's if i ever go to matthews i know that place now or or they've already been there and so doing that kind of stuff, it's, it, it just adds to like the recognition for people, which is great because it helps build rapport very quickly. Yeah, no, no. Uh, it's, it's all in the details, right? That the little things are the ones that really make the difference um, and why people are going to want to work with you because of that. Um, so I always say the way you do everything is the way you do anything. Um, you know, again, like when, you know, Ryan's team looked at your YouTube, it's like, hey, man, if I went on your YouTube channel, 
I want to know what you did. Uh, that's a that's a big it's a big uh, no no, right? The same thing when you're on your Instagram. Uh, and I actually want to get into that. You have a an amazing branding across all your channels. Obviously, you say you do your own Instagram account, but do you have some help when it comes with the graphic or making sure that everything does look uh, congruent across all channels? Or you're, again, you're doing this all yourself. The uh, the graphic that is on the page or like the graphics that are on my page are cover photos that we put together that the video production team does with me. So I'm not designing the graphics or anything like that, but I'm making sure that we're doing photo shoots to have lifestyle pictures to post. And we're doing, we're taking these cover photos when we're out filming, like all kinds of different stuff like that. I'm making sure we're doing, but you know, I'll post the, I'll post the content, but they're the ones that are kind of curating it, editing it yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, and and with that in mind, um, actually leads right into what I want to get into next, which is, you know, we talked about you filming it, some of the little intricacies that you are doing within the videos that really make the difference. Once it's filmed, it's it's edited. What happens next? At least in your case, I mean, does it go? It lives on, you know, Instagram and YouTube. That's it. Or what? What? Do, what else do you guys do? How do you use that piece of content? I'll post it on YouTube. I'll post it on Instagram and then I will, I'll push it out to Facebook as well and LinkedIn. And so, and then I've started dabbling a little with TikTok, but I really don't do too much with it because I don't really un- understand all of that. And I'm not going to do dances and all kinds of videos like that. I tried looking for you. But I, t- I did look for you. We signed a post. I couldn't find you. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we, I'm not very good with the TikTok stuff. We, 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 it's a, it's a, it's definitely a new thing. And, and, um, it seems like if you do want to get into it, there's only a number of things that you can do, uh, which that actually, I'm going to, I want to change that because I, the, just like you, I don't want to go in there and start pointing and, and then whatnot. Right. There's, I think other ways that we can right. leverage that, that media. Um, and I think some people are figuring it out. They're definitely working into it, but it's one of those things where it's all experimental. They're, there, no one has really paved the way on what to do and how to do it on TikTok just yet. So definitely new grounds. Right. Uh, yeah, awesome. and that's where, you know, uh, I was just going to say that's where, you know, I, I'm posting to all the different platforms and that's where, like, to me, the next step would be having very curated content for each platform versus posting one thing to every platform. But it's just a matter of getting it out there. And that's the other piece is like a lot of people get stuck in analysis paralysis and they want to have the content curated for TikTok and then Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and making sure that everything is perfect for all of that. But instead, like I'd rather keep posting videos. And then when I get to the point that I feel like I really need to do that, then we can start implementing that. And so it's layering everything versus just trying to make it perfect from the from day one. Right, right. I, you know, I, I tell all my clients say, hey, this is a journey that we're em- embarking on. It's like signing up for the gym on January 1st. You can't get disappointed 30 days later if you don't see the results, you, you, you know, your end result just yeah. yet. It's going to take some time. Uh, and it isn't just showing up to the gym. It's eating right. It's, you know, there's so many little things. So I definitely understand that. Drinking water. Yeah, man, water. Hey, that's actually uh, Will Smith's son's water, right? That's amazing. Thanks, so. though. Um, so real quickly, obviously, you've got great 
um, production with the video. You're putting it on all your social media. Yes, it honestly, if you could for each platform have its own this you know thing, it's of course always better, higher conversions maybe. But again, progress over perfection any day, right? Get started, and little by little, like you say, you add on different things. Um, I kind of want to get a little bit into the advertising part of it. Um, obviously, it's it's great you did the video, but for someone who doesn't have the following that you have on Instagram or Facebook, that really doesn't mean shit having a great video because no eyes is going to get on it. So, I mean, obviously with YouTube, you've got the SEO stuff that you can do to help you get that, um, you know, get get those viewerships up. How are you doing it on other places like Instagram? Are you relying on paid ads or are you just, are, you know, relying on just like your personal brand? A little bit of both. Um, and that's where I would say like, if you don't have that, do what you can to really learn about the algorithms and how the algorithms work, because there is a lot to learn about that and they do change every single day, but they are very, it's very real what they will do to push videos out and push content out. If you're playing by the rules when it comes to the algorithm and what they're favoring when it comes to their algorithms. And so that's literally what I was just at lunch talking to my, one of my buyers about just now was he understands how all these different algorithms work for all these different platforms. And so that's, that's the key is you have to feed the beast. And so even though they're changing all the time, you really need to figure out what they want to see and you need to give that to them. There's no use in trying to fight that. And so that's where if you don't have like a big following or you don't have the, the capital to be able to put out paid ads learn the algorithm, learn how to feed the beast, learn how to keep Instagram happy when you're posting stuff and they'll keep you happy because they'll put you in front of more people. So that is the biggest piece. If you don't have the, the ability to have a large following to fall back on or have a ton of money to be advertising and paying for ads. Yeah. It's either one or two things. Um, if you don't have the money and you have the time, then yeah, you got to learn these strategies. You got to learn how the algorithm works so that you can use it to your advantage because you have that time. And it becomes a, a tool later on that becomes invaluable and, and it's what gives you the edge compared to other agents. Um, and if you do have the money to do it, here's the, the problem with it too. The second you stop paying for it, the traffic stops. So, you know, they, they each have their, their, their pros and cons. Um, it, it's really about finding the right balance. Um, so I really love that. that I really love to, to hear that because I think it's very important. Um, so perfect. Awesome. I think really we've covered a lot of the stuff I want to really cover, honestly, um, from video and how you're doing it. You've done such an amazing job. I think there's so much people can learn from here. Um, the last thing I just kind of really wanted to get into is because you're doing such great video, you're doing such a great job on, on social media, your personal brand seems to be just like blowing up, um, by the minute. What's wh what's your follow up like, right? You've got eyes on you because you know I, some of your videos have twelve thousand, eighteen thousand views on YouTube and on Instagram, probably more. Uh, what's that process like? Because that's for a lot of agents. It's the tricky portion right after. It's like, okay, people are watching my video. Like, how do I get turn that in, that viewership into a lead, into a prospect? What's that like for you? I mean, honestly, that's where it, it, the consistency comes into play because if people are continuing to watch you versus just seeing a cool video one time, 
if they're continuing to watch you, they'll subscribe to your channel or they'll follow you on Instagram and then they'll keep watching stuff. And then as soon as they have a question about real estate or need help, top of mind, and they will reach out because of that. And that is the biggest key is to, that's where the consistency piece comes into play. Say consistency is key with this stuff, but it truly is. Because as soon as you stop, you're out of sight, out of mind. And if someone else is posting videos all the time, they're not out of sight or out of mind. Yeah, no, no, totally. And, and let me ask, because I know some of my uh, agents, some of the other uh, past uh, interviewers that I've had here saying, hey, at least those that are heavy on video, they're saying a lot of those referrals are actually coming in, in from the DM now. So is that something you're experiencing too with your brand where people are reaching out to you to DM for help? Absolutely. DMs or they'll email me because they watch YouTube. Right, right. Yep. How, what is that? Just so that people have an idea of what they can expect when they're, when they think that they're at your level, uh, what does that look like? You know, you get hit up once, twice a week from Instagram, a couple of times, you know, like, is that, you know, obviously not anything you want to rely on, but I'm sure it's enough for you to want to keep doing it. So. Um, it's hard to tell exactly what it would be every single week or every day, but there are some weeks where there's multiple leads that will come in through that. And there's some weeks where there's nothing. Um, but there, you know, there was one weekend that I had two different buyers reach out specifically because they watched my YouTube videos. They emailed me and they were both around 500 price point And I got them both under contract in one weekend. It was over a million dollars in business in one weekend. And it was directly because of YouTube. And they both had emailed me to learn more about my business and learn about how I might be able to help them. And then a couple of weeks later, it was a, it was a big, it was a good week. And so it's, it's the kind of thing that, but they do start trickling in and it does come in waves. So there, there are weeks where I don't get anything, but then there'll be weeks where I'll get a couple at a time. Right. And let me ask you, what is the takeaway from doing these videos? Is there a, a theme, a pattern of what people are saying about why they reached out to you for after having watched your video or, or, or not, or no, you don't really get to that part. Um, I definitely do. And a lot of people will start saying that they watch the videos and they like the video. And so what I've noticed is that instead of focusing more on just trying to get the most amount of leads, it's like with these videos that I'm putting out, I'm getting better quality leads. And they're better quality people that are DMing me or reaching out from YouTube because they've been watching me for a while and they already pretty much know that they want to work with me. It's just that by the time they get in touch with me, I need to make sure that I'm on my game and don't look like an idiot, but I want to make sure that they are feeling like they made the right decision by reaching out to me. Right. And I think part of the, the, what we really haven't gotten into too much, I'm glad it actually came up now as we are wrapping up is that more than just the actual strategy to the video and coming up with what to say, where to shoot it, a big factor. And that is where I lead, lead, lead with always with all my clients is you are what they're buying though. You know, how you present yourself, the energy that you are exuding, uh, the, the certainty that, you know, that when you talk, that is what is leading them essentially to you. Because like you said, there are going to be other top players that are also doing video around you 
but it's that connection, that intent that you're setting in that video that really does all the work. So I really hope that people watching take away from it because I've seen you do that, whether it's videos where you're talking about interest that you have in cars and watches. Um, it isn't just real estate. It isn't just local businesses. Um, you've done a really great job at showcasing your personality. And and, and that, I think, is what pe is attracting other people. People want to work with people that are that they think are like them, at least, or that they like, right? So I think, yeah, so I think that that's a huge thing, being likable in the video. I think I've seen a lot of people come off and they're very, you know, I know what I'm doing and I don't know what your videos are so, I, I forget, I'm like, hey, I'm not buying a house. I'm just doing research on Andy because they're so easy going. It's almost like listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. I'm learning something. Uh, I'm, I feel entertained. I don't feel like I'm being sold. So that's a key takeaway here, guys. All the strategies, all, all, all your knowledge, that doesn't mean anything if you're not likable. And actually, that leads me into what you were saying, right? Your CL, what is it, CLT? Yeah, oh, TLC. 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 <laughs> trust, right? Trust, uh, like, and credibility. Am I right? That's right. Yeah, trust the trustability, likability, and credibility. And that's why you, you'll never see me on the videos. Uh, and maybe I do it, or I don't know if I've done it, but so I might put my foot in my mouth. But you don't see me say, like, oh, well, if you know, if you need buying and selling and investing needs, call me because I'm a realtor. Like, let me help you because I'm a realtor. It's like, I don't like doing any of that stuff. I'd rather talk about different things, have people see that I know what I'm talking about, and then they can reach out to me versus me feeling like I'm trying to bug them to call me. Right. No, no. I, I love it. Uh, honestly, that's, that's, that's pull. That's magnetic marketing right there. Pulling, you know, to people towards you, not pushing or forcing them. So, Andy, uh, thank you so much. You've really... Uh, shed some light into what's working for you. And I think there's definitely tons of stuff here that anyone watching can take uh, take away and start implementing immediately. Um, one thing, obviously, is do video and do it consistently, regardless of where you're at. Um, and I think that's really huge. Um, so to end and wrap this show, let me see, we have a few people on the IG Live here. Awesome. Um, I want to just finish off with what I call the Bus 10 by Lipton Questions. So something you might not know about me, uh, you know, I've been doing marketing for about a year and a half. I've been growing my business uh, steadily, really happy where it's going. But what I really do outside of here is also I'm an actor. I moved to Los Angeles from Florida a few years to, to you know, be a performer. And uh, there used to be there's a show on Bravo or used to be actually called The Actor Studio. And the host, James Lipton, he would uh, obviously interview top celebrities, A-listers, um, you know, people who we all admire, Al Pacino, all these big actors, right? Robert De Niro. And he would always finish with these 10 questions that I'm a big fan of. And I would love to actually end with, uh, with, uh, with these 10 questions. So awesome. So yes, these 10 questions, the first thing that comes off uh, top of your mind, don't overthink it. That's what it is. So let's get to it. Let me find my questions and roll with it. All right, here we go. Question number one, what is your favorite word? Be I would say persistence. Persistence. I love that. You're that guy's persistence. What is your favorite least word? Maybe uh, victim. Like people who, when people like victimize things all the time, it, it's never their fault and they never want to put in the work and they never want to like change situations or whatnot because that's the beautiful thing about the world and what we can do. I thought love real estate. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, a go getter, exactly. No, you have to either a victim 
or Victor, right? All right, question number three. What turns you on? Uh, <laughs> contracts. Contracts. <laughs> the sound of ching, right? <laughs> All right. What sound or uh, what turns you off? People who are very unethical. Right? Like, how can I, you do business with someone that flip-flops every day? You don't know what to expect. I love it. All right, let's try it. Let's keep going. Question number five. You are stuck in what sound or noise do you love? <laughs> uh, the sound of my the engine in my car. There you go. There you go, man. Hey, there was a Lamborghini, you know. <sighs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. The opposite. Now, question six. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, when an agent calls me and says that they have bad news. <laughs> Can't stand that. Facts. I think a lot of realtors can relate to that here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number seven. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> it's a popular one. <laughs> I say I use it all the time. <laughs> you got to make sure you don't slip in front of a client, right? Like, oh. <laughs> You're like Gary V. It comes with working with me. <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly it. But it's it's more authentic that way. So that's why I try not to filter filter things like that because it's I curse like a sailor. So it's part of who you are. Yeah, you know, like, that's too damn bad. Love it. There you go. Uh, question number eight: What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would say like the realist I don't know man that's why I'm doing real estate <laughs> yeah. yeah that was the go to <laughs> cause I don't know what else I'd like to do so 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 if if you had if you didn't need any technical skill and you didn't need years of experience what would you let's say climb mount everest you know something like that heart surgeon singer could you see yourself i could see for some reason i'm looking at you now and i'm thinking justin timberlake <laughs> i'd slatter yeah we could we could go with that, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah some kind of uh like in, in a band or something like that maybe not the hit singer Oh man, Andy G and the Andy G and the Who's. <laughs> All right, awesome. I love that. Question nine, two away. Uh, actually, no, we're down to actually, yeah. Uh, nine, the opposite. What profession would you not like to do? Oh, anything in the medical field, especially now. Especially right. <laughs> I have friends uh, that are that are in the field. They're doctors, and they're going, man. I've lost, I've lost connections with not just friends this past year, but family members too that disagree with with what I you know think or whatever. It's crazy. Anyhow, yep. We'll move on to the last question, guys. Last ten question ten. Here we go. If heaven exists, Andy, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, I would say that I made an impact. That would be that would be the big thing. I love that you made a difference, right? Like your time here wasn't for nothing, right? 
All right. All right. I really love that. Andy, thank you so much for hopping on. You've got a, just a busy schedule and thank you for taking the time to chat with the ears for a little bit and sharing a lot of, you know, the, the strategies and tactics that are working for you with a lot of us um, who obviously are watching you and learning from you as well. So thank you for joining us. Um, what is, is there one, one takeaway? What's one advice you could give anyone watching that wants to, you know, that sees, that wants to be at your level? She's trying to, you know, just get better. Honestly, like I've been saying all along, just stay consistent, stay persistent. When you have shitty days, you just keep going and it will turn around and, you know, you take care of the work and the work will take care of you. People say that all the time and it, it really is true. And the more effort and work that you put into this industry, the more it will reward Right. Amen. That's amazing, Andy. Thank you so much. For any of us watching that are that isn't already following you for some reason, where can they find you? Uh, you can look me up on YouTube and, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And you can also just go on Instagram and it's Andy G underscore Realtor. And I'm the one with the orange background. So definitely follow on Instagram. Uh, and if you go to YouTube, that amazing as well. No, he. I can attest to what he's saying. He's got tons of stuff. I spent uh, easily, I think, an hour or two watching a lot of his stuff, studying what he was doing. And guys, there's definitely a lot for any of us to learn as well. So, Andy, thank you so much for giving us your time and uh, sharing so much. We really appreciate you having, uh, you know, taking the time to uh, share with us. And I'm just overwhelmed for for you having taken the time to do this with me. Thank you so much. I was saying I really appreciate you having me on, and I apologize for this the shitty cell service. Uh, I would have preferred to have been at my desk doing this, but as you know, us realtors have to be all over town all the time, and and twelve o'clock lunch gets pushed to one o'clock, and you have to run, you have to roll with the punches. So I, you know, I apologize for not having the best cell service while we're doing this, but I really appreciate you having me on, and I'm looking forward to you know doing this again sometime in the future. Yes, no, certainly, guys, I don't think anyone minded uh, the little connections here uh, with everything that you were sharing. Trust me, I, if anything, I'm sure plenty of people are going to come back and replay it. So um, thank you again, boss. Have a, an amazing uh, week. I know you're going to finish the year strong. We can't wait to see all the amazing things you're going to do in 2022. But you can bet your ass we're going to be following you. So uh, we'll definitely keep tabs. And, buddy, thank you so much. Have a great day and see you again. And thanks for coming on the new uh, School Marketing Podcast. Thank you very much, man. Good to, good to be here. You have a good one. Later, boss. All right, guys, you heard it. Andy came on here and just like dropped so much value on here. You guys definitely have to go back and watch this whole thing again. But for those of you that have been supporting the show, New School Marketing for Real Estate Pros will continue interviewing in 2022. We've got a great interview coming up this Friday with JJ Hara. But until next, guys, thank you so much and have a great day.